Hey, hey guys, welcome to Meet the Shoe. I'm Shada and this is Danina. Hey. My friend is a little sick and under the weather, so you got to bear with us. Hopefully, you guys can hear us, you know. So. Oh, I know. That's okay. So, today we're going to talk about Black successful women. Mm-hmm. Women history, because this is Women History Month. So, today yeah. we're going to put all the women, get them their flowers, the ones that's here on earth, the ones that's not. Yeah. We're just going to talk about all the women entrepreneurs out here, the ones that right. trailblazing and paved the way for other women to do the same thing or even better. You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, who do you want to go with first? Okay, so the first one is Layla Bryan, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a, a documentary photographer working in New York City. Oh, nice. She is currently working on the project of the synagogue, mm-hmm. documenting um, sci-fi, inf- sci-fi influenced culture. Oh. Oh, Sufi. He is the co-founder of MFON, Women Photographers of the African um, Diaspora. Okay, okay. And um, she, uh, it shows um, all of her photos that she took over in Africa. Mm -hmm. And she bring them over to the States to, uh, you know, Bring a pe- bring awareness to the successful people that's in Africa. She bring it over here too. Yeah, um, she was one of the first to do it. Oh wow! Okay, some be- look like some beautiful pictures. I wish we could post these. But right. <laughs> oh. well, we might have a copyright infringement, so we'll just you know stay right. There exactly. Right. They're copyrighting us to death, baby, on different things. Yes. Yeah. So we're and gonna- then you see the next one. Yes. So we're going to talk about our old first mayor, Minneapolis, yeah. Yeah. Sharon Sales Belton. She was the yeah. first woman, first mm-hmm. black woman mayor to mm-hmm. serve when 1994 to 2001. Yeah. She's a big advocate um, um, with um, civil rights, you know, women's rights, equal yep. opportunity. She's just a woman that I mean, she did phenomenal work. Yep. Try to uh, keep the. That's a long stretch. Seven years. She made yeah. it. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she even advocated for African Americans to move back into the inner city because you know yep. they were doing like a, a um, gentrification where a lot mm-hmm. of people was, was in the Twin Cities. They moved them out to the suburbs because all the suburbs is way better. Da da da. She encouraged everybody to come back because that's mm-hmm. where all the jobs are. You know, this is where all the uh, productivity is happening in downtown Minneapolis, St. Paul area. So she encouraged African Americans to move back into the inner city. Right. Um, she um, even was even a board of YMCA, YWCA. She was on the board. Yep. Mm-hmm. She has done a lot of work in Minneapolis. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, She's a vice, she's, right now. She's a vice president of government affairs and community relations for Thomas uh, Rudders. Oh, mm-hmm. really? So she's still a community active, you know, does her community work. Okay. Yes. Even mm-hmm. way after the fact of her being a mayor. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. Okay. All she's right. Done, she's done very well for the community. <clears throat> I mean, she did a lot of stuff, you know, trying to uh, fight the violence in. Minneapolis, you know, tr- the things that's going on now, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She really advocated and talked about it 
in her tenure. You know what I mean? So she, um, yeah, she's a, yeah, she's, she's a, still, she's still going strong at 71 years old, huh? Exactly. Yes, she is. Mm -hmm. Yes, she okay. is. <laughs> and so we have Elaine Brown is a writer singer and activist who was the first woman to lead the Black Panther Party. Her leadership focused on electro electrical mm -hmm. um, electoral politics mm -hmm. and community service and she successfully managed the campaign of uh, Lion, Lionel Wilson? Right. Uh, Oakland's first Black mayor. Okay. And uh, Brown was also responsible for establishing the ba the Panthers Liberation School as a model of education that focused on accurately 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 <laughs> educating Black and poor people about their history in the U.S. Nice, nice. Yeah. And she helped open the school as well, right? Yeah, she fought. She was one of the people that sat on the board to fight um, for the Black Panther history to be told the right in the California school system, right? She was one right. of the ones to do that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she went through a lot as far as, um, you know, them uh, shutting her out, making sure, right. trying to make her voice not be heard. Um, you, know, she, she, uh, you know, she had to face a lot of racism as mm -hmm. far as uh, they... they, they and even still to this day say that part of um, uh, history doesn't need to be told. So she was one of the ones that fought to get <clears throat> along with the school to get that into the school system. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Now we have Shirley Chisholm. Everyone mm -hmm. knows Shirley Chisholm. She ran for two major political parties. She's oh. the uh, first African-American woman in Congress. Okay. First woman, an African American woman, to seek nomination to be president of the United States, honey. Wow. Yeah. So that that was that lady was a smart, powerful woman. And she was from Brooklyn, New York, huh? Yeah, she was born in that Brooklyn. That shows her uh, fiery attitude, huh? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think someone, let's see. Um, I think someone in her family was from. She's of African descent, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure. Don't hold okay. me. <laughs> she said um, her uh, um, Chisholm was the oldest of four daughters to yep. uh, migrant parents That's from Ghana. Yeah, Gaia. So uh, yep. from Ghana and Barbados. Oh, That's see. where they were from. Mm -hmm. Came over to New York. Yep. Wow. And um, got started back in uh, 1924, 1942, 46. Uh, she went okay. to college. Yeah. Aww. So she was, um, she has been a definitely a trailblazer. She was, um, uh, she joined the chapter of the NAACP. She did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, she did. Mm -hmm. As well as the Democratic Party Club in Bedford. Okay. So yeah, okay. She, was, it, she was active in a lot of programs. Community. Uh, community programs to help African American, you yeah. know, you know, just realize who we are and just she was a very smart woman, very smart and boisterous. She didn't she didn't back down for nothing. Okay, go ahead now. 
Oh, so we have a more younger, vibrant woman, mm-hmm. uh, Brit- Brittany Packnett Cunningham. Okay, okay. Yes. Um, yes. She was a long, lifelong activist, co-founder of Campaign Zero, mm-hmm. a policy platform to end police violence and co-host of the Pod Save the People podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. go ahead, girl. She Man. served on the President Barack Obama's task force on the 21st century policing and is a uh, uh, and is a member of the Ferguson Upspring. She is a writer, educator, speaker, and creator of love and power and phenomenal culture voice. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, okay. She's been on a lot of stuff. And she's the... Um... Vice President of Social Impact at BET. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Brittany. Okay, young and vibrant. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. she worked for um co-host of uh <clears throat> of uh, a radio show on iHeartRadio in 2019. That's okay. what her uh <clears throat> that's what uh um you know that's what her latest thing is is that she's uh doing the um sorry you guys um my position in my uh <laughs> my phone my um, phone keeps changing i know i got that spot back there but um uh, but we see you okay <laughs> and uh she was on um the ted talk oh she was okay. yeah and um she regenerated over uh six million v- views worldwide making it one of the top 10 most popular TED Talks of 2019. Wow. So that's that's beautiful. And she yes, came on there spitting some knowledge. Yes, we'll have to did. go back and review that interview. Oh, yeah, we have to and see what it's about. It's probably, I bet it's powerful. Yeah, she said it was called, um, uh, no, that was her book. She was talking about her book, We Are the Like Those Who Dream mm. with One World Due to the Hit Shelves in 2021 so she went on there to talk about her book okay that came out in 2021 mm. uh we are like those who dream that's nice okay okay All right. next um we're gonna talk about fanny lou hammer oh hey this look she looked like she was she looked like she was about business oh baby that yeah she and she was a co-founder of mississippi foundation democratic party okay so, she put Mississippi on the map. Look, we finna uh, get our Democrat, get the Democrats, and rate. You know, just make sure we get a big, nice foundation. You know, far right. as like, hey Jeff, we talk about your city. We uh, talk about your state. I should say, I said city. Uh, Mississippi. Uh, one of your, uh, one of the, um, yep, she's from Mississippi. Fannie yeah. Lou Hammer. She yeah. focused on organizing and uh, around votes. And voters voting rights and everything. So she did. She's a, a political party caucus in 1971. Okay, gone girl. That's right. She put it down for us. Okay. She paved the way big time. Yes, she did. Her family were um. <clears throat> she comes from uh. Uh, plantation owners. Oh yeah. Okay. And um. Uh, she was the only worker that could read and write. So her uh, 
the masters allowed her to read and write, educate herself. Nice. That yeah, good. that was nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They um allowed her to take, you know, do better, do more than other people. Okay. He said, I think she coined the phrase, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I think That's she right. did. I think <laughs> she did. Yep. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Go on. Yeah. She was, she looked like she was something else, honey. Okay. <laughs> she got a long history of, yes. of uh, triumph trailblazing things that she's done you guys need to definitely look her up she's definitely someone you need to know in history fanny loom hammer he died of breast cancer in at the age of 59 very young wow Mm -hmm. wow okay she took care of herself too oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah she took care of herself she educated herself she definitely um left us with a lot to talk about yeah, a, a, a legend. Yes. And next we have Dorothy Height. Oh, Dorothy Height. Oh, yeah. Yep. Dorothy was a key organizer of her, of the 1963 March on Washington. And in 1971, she mm-hmm. helped to found the National Women Polit- um, Political Caucus, acknowledging oh. Height's can, uh, contributions Mm-hmm. to the civil rights movement and to women's rights. President Clinton awarded her the Presidential Medal of the Freedom in 1994. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Wow. So okay. she was, yeah, I remember seeing her face now. Okay. I remember Dorothy seeing Hyde. her face. Yeah, Dorothy Height. Okay. Yeah. Well, and uh, she uh, passed away in 98, so she lived a long, fruitful life. 98 yeah. years old. Mm-hmm. Oh, she, okay. Yeah, she lived to be 98. Yeah, and guess what? She has 24 honorary degrees. 24. All right. Okay. I Look, I don't knowledge know. is power. Okay. Knowledge is power, honey. Yeah, and it's just lovely that all those universities recognized her. Right. And put her on the pedestal and gave her her flowers. She made sure that they was gonna, no matter what, she's like, oh, you won't forget about me. Not this black face, this black voice, all this black education, okay? Okay, okay. Um, The next young lady we're gonna talk about is Clementine Hunter, was a Uh self-taught artist who lived and worked in the Cane River uh, region of Louisiana. She was down in Louisiana, baby. She was, oh, Worked mainly from memory, you know what I'm saying? She um, created scenes of life with a vibrant, expressive palette, expressive okay. palette, while using mm-hmm. everyday materials, like bottles, jugs, mm-hmm. as her canvases. So she probably didn't buy like art supplies and stuff like that. She made her own. She created, she created her own, huh? She did, yes. Yes. Oh, that's, that's and, 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 and being an artsy person myself, that is that's really the mind goes far when you can do, you know, take other objects yes. to expand it to create something that you're visually seeing, you know. Yes, yeah. And um, from the look of her, uh, of her photos, she shows um, uh, this one where she's in front of, uh, behind the chickens, in front of the tree, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, it looks like uh, she's watching the uh, chickens. Maybe hatch some eggs later, right. you know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
she's out there watching and making sure that the food don't run away. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> she was often called Grandma Moses. Yes, and guess what? She died at 101. Wow. She lived a long life too. Oh, that's yeah, she did. Okay. That's a number God girl, and uh, a lot of her work is in the Smithsonian National Museum as well in DC. Okay, so that'd be a good. Hey, thing. Ricky, thanks for tuning in, y'all. Tuning in. Yes. Yeah, she was, and she was, she was a nice looking woman too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, you know that goes back to you know like your profession on what you do with the natural hair, you know. It goes back to that, that you look at all these beautiful, uh, you know, women that are different shades of black, you know, and all of them are very pretty. Their skin are well kept together. You know, back then, <laughs> being as though I'm a body butter maker, right? But their <laughs> body butter, they use the cooking grease. And, and butter. And butter. That, yeah. And real butter. Yeah. And, that, and real butter. You're right. That mm-hmm. made their skin so tough yeah. and never like that's where we get the term of when you fight or you box. You know, this boxers got that from our women that yeah, you put that Vaseline or the cooking grease on your face yeah. mm-hmm. or skin, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember them day my mom said, Oh, you they trying to fight you. Come over here. She slaps the dog on Vaseline on my yeah. face. <laughs> yeah. That'll yeah, prevent any scars from sticking. Face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh goodness! The and best. she used to have her um paintings were available for viewing in the shack where she worked for twenty four, twenty five to fifty for 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 twenty five or fifty cents. So just think, she only sold her wow paintings for that you know that less amount. But back then that was something. That was a lot of money. She made a plantation cookbook. Wow. Wow, that that that's she has a lot of nice paintings. Oh yeah, she does. <clears throat> For her to only use stuff from out the house. Yeah, use what you got to get what you want. Get your point across, right? Yes, yes. So yes. next we have um, who is Doc Doctor Bernadia Johnson? Okay, I couldn't pronounce her name, but uh. <laughs> She served as the uh, superintendent of Minneapolis Public Schools hey. from 2010 to 2015. She okay. oversaw academic achievement for 36,000 Minneapolis District Public Schools. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So she made sure their academics were, you know, at a level where they can pass. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, uh, she initiated the bold solutions to close the achievement gap, ending the suspension of young children with non-violence offenses. Right. Thank you. Thank you, because they will suspend a kid for anything. Right, right. So if it was non-violent, uh, they wouldn't get suspended. Right. Mm-hmm. But if it was violent, they would, which makes sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But she, she must have, she had to have made an appointment because, you know, sometimes you might get some kids that might get lippy at the mouth to, wanna, yeah. you know, how they get. Yeah. And then you want to suspend them and, you know, you want to keep these kids in school as much, as much and as long as possible to get some education. Right. And say her name again. Bernadia. Bernadia. <laughs> yep. Bernadia. No. 
No, nope, that's not. It's right. just different, you know. Right. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't want to look. I didn't want to butcher it. <laughs> okay, so Miss Lucy Laney. Okay, Miss Lucy. Which her school is on the north side of Minneapolis on um, Penn and uh, 35th and Penn. Oh, yeah, Laney School. Yeah, Lucy Laney School is on 35th and Penn. Okay. Yeah, and um. She was born during this time of slavery, but mm-hmm. was born free. Okay. She was one of the first graduates of Atlanta University in 1970, excuse me, 1873. Okay. She went on to work for uh, equitable education in back in black communities and for t- and for tying education to the vocational learning. Okay. One of her many achievements included uh Founding the first oh nursing trade nursing nurse training institution for black girls. Mm. There is a Minneapolis elementary school named in honor of her. I said that you should. <laughs> yep, you sure did. Yeah. yeah, Lucy Laney, right in the hood on Penn Avenue. Yep. Wow. Okay. okay, Lucy Laney. She was in. She was a nurse into the nursing field. Yes. And broke open barriers for the nurses. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, who's next? Okay, we got Audley Moore. Um, she lost her parents during uh, her primary uh, school years, uh-huh. which led her to drop out of school to support her siblings. So she had to take care of kids, uh, her brothers and sisters, because mm-hmm. they didn't have any pa- The parents wasn't there, you know. And okay. I it's a hard job assuming that she's not you know what I'm saying? Probably a teenager at the time, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Probably younger than that, you know? Mm-hmm. And she continued to learn by reading and was so immensely moved by Marcus Garvey's speeches. She okay. moved She moved from Louisiana to New York just on the base of that. She loved oh. Marcus Garvey. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And you yeah. say what you want. She went to chase what she okay. wanted, right? Exactly. So mm. she joined his Universal, Universal Negro Improvement Association. Okay. She joined them, and she went on to become an icon in the civil rights movement. All right, okay. So she oddly, oddly more, oddly more. Yes, she is. Yeah. She's an activist, activism, and uh, national political political uh, field. You know, she did that kind of work. So yeah, go ahead, oddly. You did your thing, baby. She yeah. said, "Well, I uh, dropped out of school. I was intrigued. You know." Yeah. She said, we heard that Garvey was coming to New Orleans, but the police would not allow him to speak. Garvey came and they arrested him. Mm -hmm. The people raised so much sand until they Mm -hmm. had to let him out the next night. Okay. Man, look, she said, they turned it out. out. Right. (laughs) Look, she said, get, let him out, get him out. She went to support. They won't see him speak. You know what I'm right. saying? So, man. so we, we are um we have uh Vanessa Nate Kate mm-hmm. is a young African climate justice activist. She is the founder of Climate Action Group, Youth for Future Africa and Rise Up Moments. Recently okay. she has worked to expose the er- erasure of African and young people of color's voices in the climate action conversation after the Associated Press 
cropped her out of a photo where mm. she appeared alongside four young white activists at a youth climate summit. Oh my gosh. That's disrespectful yes. beyond so yeah. many levels. But she fought to bring awareness to that, to where they couldn't do that. They wouldn't do that anymore. They show the picture mm -hmm. here and they show the four girls uh, on one side and her on the end, which actually, wow. if they were, if their intents weren't ill, right, they would have put her in the middle versus four on the sides. Like they set it up that way. Oh, well, you they see what I'm saying? Crop. They knew they was going to crop. They already knew they was going to crop. Her yeah, out. they had the intention. They had, their intentions were to be disrespectful to begin mm -hmm. with, to be racist. Mm -hmm. And um, she brought that to light about um, how they cropped her out of the photo. Mm -hmm. And they both, um, you know, her and the other four um, young activists that happened to be Caucasian, uh, they were all there doing, for, you know, fighting for the same thing, for climate change. Right. And, um, you know, why did you, why did you take her out? Uh, she's 23 years old mm -hmm. and has been invited to attend a youth climate science event. When news coverage of the event emerged, she noticed she had been cropped out of the photo and where she appeared alongside activists, uh, they say all their names, and uh, Nakati, is that how you say her name? Vanessa, Vanessa is her name, but Nakates, I think, is Nate. her last name. Yeah. Yeah, Nick, Nick Cakes. Mm. Yeah, she she showed that. Um, she said when she saw the photo of the four girls and not her, mm -hmm. she says you didn't just erase a photo, you erased a content and uh, continent. But I'm stronger than ever. I know that's right. Yeah. yeah, she she made sure that they didn't silence her. You know. Mm -hmm. I do appreciate her doing that and making sure that um, she said they were sad and worthless for doing that. Right. And, um, you know, if everybody's there fighting for the same cause to prevent climate change and what does race got, you know, we're, we're right. talking about uh, what's a, a situation that affects everybody mm -hmm. outside mm -hmm. of race, you know? You know what? When you talk about race, it's a lot of people that still practice being racist towards black people, um, you know, or, you know, towards us. I, you know, you hear little stuff around the town, like people won't support you because you're black. Yeah. You could be the most, the best hair cutter, best barber in the Southeastern Minnesota or Minnesota period. Yeah. Person, some there are some white people say I will never go to them. I don't care if they cut hair or not. Woo -doo -woo -doo -woo. And it's right. sad. It's sad yeah. that you take color. Yep. Over everything in presidents in your mind. Yeah. Um, some people you need to get over it. Right. Black be here. Brown we people be here. Not going nowhere. Definitely not. not. You're not even hundred percent white. <laughs> right. So get out of La La Land. Right. And get into reality. Yeah. And fight them demons that's in you. Hmm. The one person, 
one person that we forgot to put on the um we forgot to talk about um and we could end it here with the uh judge Pamela Anders Alexander. Oh yeah, she was a federal judge. Wasn't she? Um she was after serving as the first African American woman prosecutor. Oh yeah. In the state of Minnesota in the criminal criminal division of the Hennepin County Attorney's Office. Pamela Anderson Alexander became the first African American woman judge in Minnesota and served as a Hennepin County District Court judge from 1983 to 2018. Go ahead, Pamela. Okay, I remember her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I she, remember. she, she, um, she was one of uh, five kids. Okay. And um, at the age of 12, uh, she gave a courtroom testimony in the rape of a friend. Oh. Was instrumental, instrumental in her law career pursuit. So being, in a, being a, a lawyer, then a judge was personal to her. Yeah. Um, because, you know, she had a friend that, yeah, really. um, that got raped and uh, she attended Augsburg College in 1974 hey, over in St. Paul. <laughs> yeah, she went to Central High School in St. Paul. Okay. Yeah, and um, she um, was a law clerk at the Neighborhood Justice Center and the Legal Rights Center. Okay. And then she um, attended in 1977, she attended the University of Minnesota. And then that time she was also a trust administrator at First Bank in 1978. She was an attorney for Legal Rights Center, then moving to the Hennepin County Criminal Division in 1980. And in 1983, she was appointed the Municipal Municipal I can't say Municipal (laughs) Court of Minnesota in 1986. Wow. Um, She became a district court judge by merge and was elected again in 19... 90, 96, and 2002, and went on to finish um, in 2018. It's intriguing because usually people that lives in Minnesota, been grew up in Minnesota, be ready to leave Minnesota, but she had something in the back of her head all the time. She had a, a roadmap to follow, you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. stay in Minnesota because that's, that's what she wanted to be was a judge at the end of the day anyway, you know what I'm saying? So she kept it right local. She kept yeah. built her name up, you know what I'm saying? And hey, she paved the way. She's, she she definitely was, did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She showed that yeah. all things can be done right here. It yeah. doesn't matter. You don't have to move. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. but We want to thank everybody for, for listening tonight. And we will yeah. see you guys on Friday. And if y'all have any women trailblazers this month, they don't have to be back. Right. Just women. Yeah. That have paid the way for other women. If you know of any, send us an email. Amen. Hit us up. Let us know. Yes. <laughs> Thanks Thank for tuning God. in. <laughs>